This is Journey Without Distance. This is the podcast that looks at the meaning of life. This is the podcast that looks at the reasons we have come here into this world. Hi again, everybody. Paul Sesnick here. The title of this episode is Jesus the Christ, Part 2. There's so much we can learn about the life of Jesus Christ and how it relates to who and what we are. In Jesus the Christ, Part 1, we talked about the idea that Jesus is indeed the only begotten Son of God, but so are you, so am I. Literally everyone is collectively known as the only begotten Son of God. Whether you are here in a physical body or whether you've gone through transition and dropped the body and no longer have it, you still are part of the only begotten Son of God. And you're using that one mind to think with. There only is one mind anywhere or ever. It's called the mind of God. You do not need a physical body to think. You do need a physical body and a brain in that physical body to function in that, bo- in that body, and the brain acts as a receiver. It's like a radio station. You can tune in to your higher Christ self, or you can tune into your external ego self which defines itself based on what it's doing in the world. The culture you're born into, the education you have, any religion you're part of or no religion. I refer to all of this secondhand learning as external learning, secondhand hand-me-down teachings from the family, from the culture, And you take all of this information that's secondhand hand-me-downs and define yourself by that. That is not what you are. You are not a physical body that happens to have a spiritual experience from time to time. You are a spiritual being or soul that happens to be having a physical experience from time to time. And because you are spirit or soul, you are forever You have never been born, and you never will die. You are part of that infinite mind of God. The only thing that makes you separate from anyone else is your thinking. Yes, you have individual will and collective will with others, but that's only because you are this point of light. It is God extending as you. God extends himself through the sonship, which is all of us, and each aspect of that sonship has its own free will to choose as it wishes, to act as it wishes. But this higher consciousness, this Christ consciousness, this is your authentic self. It is perfect. Why? Because it is an extension of God. If we look at God from the eyes of uh, the world, we will make God out to be in our own image. 
we'll think of God as a person. We'll think of God as having attitude. We'll think of God as being jealous, angry, maybe even killing some of us from time to time if he doesn't like the way we're not worshiping him correctly. That is not what God is. God is love. And I know this may sound wishy-washy to some of you, a little strange to think that God is love, but we're not talking about love that you would find uh, with a spouse. We're not talking about conditional love where you will love somebody if they love you back, or you will love somebody if they do what you want them to do, and if they don't, you won't love them anymore. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about continuous, nonstop, extending of love, and that love, by the very nature of what it is, extends. Love is not something that can be contained within itself. Love is love because of its extending. That is how you would define love. Love can only be called love when it's extended to others. What God is as love is extended, therefore, to his only creation, his only begotten Son, which is a mirrored reflection of himself. In fact, God is not even a he, but in this world, it seems that forever religion has been referred to as in a masculine sense. So for the sake of understanding, we'll call God a he, but God is neither he nor she. God is love that extends forever, nonstop. Now, here's another characteristic of God that is really different than what's going on in the world. And if you understand this idea, it really helps us recognize the difference between being in the world and thinking of the world and thinking with the mind of Christ. And it's this idea. God does not perceive. God does not have opinions. God's realm of existence is knowledge, knowledge that never, ever changes. The highest aspect of that knowledge is love. God does not have compassion. God never gets jealous of what you do. God never, ever looks back, nor does God look forward. Just think about love at the moment. Love never looks back, ever. And love never looks forward. It's just love. It doesn't anticipate, and it never looks back to recall. Love is simply love in all the right places, in all the right timing, and it's constant. It never, ever ends. This is why God does not perceive. You've heard of that saying, uh, time heals all wounds. Time heals all wounds. So, if you're angry with someone because they've said something, done something to push your buttons, you will... Be angry with them tomorrow and maybe the next day. But by the second or third day, you're starting to mellow a bit. Ultimately, within a few days, you think, you know, they're not such a bad person after all. 
I need to be careful when I'm around them not to say certain things or it'll set them off. But they're a pretty good person. <clears throat> and after a longer period of time, you might even, if you have not spoken to them in some time, you might even wonder how they are and you're beginning to miss them. You'd like to talk to them to sort of get caught up on what's going on with them. Each time you have changed your mind from being angry to thinking, ah, they're okay, you've changed your mind. Your opinion of them has changed. And finally, you begin to miss them. You want to get together with them again. And again, you've changed your mind about them. Your perception of them has changed. Not because they have changed, but because you have changed your thoughts about them. You've changed your mind even if it's ever so slightly. So time has healed your wounds. Really, it's you over a period of time. Changing your mind even ever so slightly about someone, about something, about the world, about your abundance, about health, whatever it happens you'd be having an issue about. But this is not the way God functions. God is fully in the now, always in the now. And that and love, true unconditional love, is always in the now. It never looks back. If you just think about it yourself, you recognize it never looks back. <laughs> I have often referred to that television show, The Jerry Springer Show, where there will be guests on there deliberately brought on the show because they are fighting with each other. And, of course, some of them, I think, really come on the show to make a big deal about it. Jerry wants it to look real, of course, and these couples come on there. They'll be yelling and screaming and punching and pulling hair and, and saying to each other, I love you, but... When you think about it, it's actually impossible to love somebody and be angry at them at the same time. You can't do both at the same time. You have to decide. Do I feel love for them in that moment? Do I hug them? and Do I feel this oneness and shared oneness with them? And then a moment later, or a day later, you're angry at them yet once again. What have you done? What is it that you're doing when you go from love to anger? Love, when you truly feel it for someone, is that Christ mind flowing through you. It is that which is your higher self, spelled with a capital S. When you get angry at somebody, you've dropped from that higher, connected, loving self down into the ego, which loves nothing. The ego is constantly in a state of judgment and opinions of others, always looking to save itself. The ego and thinking from that lower self is the separation from God, which is the higher self. And in this life, it's interesting to note that we can flip back and forth between hearing the voice for the higher self and hearing the lower voice of the ego. It's like you're in the middle and you're choosing which voice you want to listen to. You have two voices in your head, the higher Christ self and the lower ego self. And you flip back and forth between the two. And as you do that, and you, then you're reviewing your, your nice, kinder, loving, higher thoughts, and then your angry, jealous thoughts, and you're trying to fine-tune yourself, and you call that improving yourself. Or you might say something like, I'm a work in progress. You're not a work in progress. You are this higher, divine, perfect being, perfect, in the image, made in and sustained by 
the infinite creator God. And you keep breaking away from that because you're in a physical body and listening to the lower self, choosing between the two. The best you can do in this physical world is to improve your perceptions and your opinions of others, to gradually raise those higher and higher and higher. I've often told the story of David Hawkins, the psychiatrist. He passed away just a few years ago now. But he got to the point in his life where that higher self, the mind of Christ, lived his life through him most of the time. And this went on for years. That higher Christ mind that is in all of us and also in David um, and in David's, David Hawkins' uh, daily routines as a doctor. He was a doctor of psychiatry at a New York hospital, the Columbia University Hospital. And they had 2,000 outpatients. Many of these people came from around the world. And if you read David's book, The Presence, written by David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, you'll hear his personal stories about what would happen in that hospital as a result of Christ, thy herself, living his life, his life. You know that scripture in the Bible that says, let the mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus? That. David did that in a huge, huge way. He surrendered his ego thoughts. And then the Christ mind began to function in a better and more consistent way in his life to the point where people would be brought in into him that were comatose, totally out of it, asleep. They can't be awakened. And when they came in, came in David had no idea of what could be done because these individuals have been taken to hospitals around the world, many specialists, and still no healing, still no resolution. And they would come in and, Jesus, and, and David would walk up to them. He would say, Jesus or Father in heaven, what would you have me do for this person? I'm just here as your instrument. What, what would you like to have happen here? And then with no further action on David's part whatsoever, no intervention with equipment or testing, the mind of Christ within David would hook up with the mind of Christ in the person who's comatose, and they would wake up and start talking. That's how all healing works at a mind level. Minds join at the highest level the mind of Christ, and that is how individuals are healed. Isn't that interesting? So, I'm going to close off this episode by saying it's good to remind yourself that God does not judge because he has no opinions. God does not judge because he never leaves now. When you are functioning from your higher self, you experience now. You sense it so powerfully that you can see clearly when you're experiencing now that you have no beliefs in that moment. You have not even one opinion of anything. 
you lose sight and awareness of your own physical body. You are allowing this presence within you to do whatever it does in your life or in the lives of others around you. So you know in that moment that you have to achieve the same thing. You must raise your consciousness so that you let go of all of your opinions, because they're just man-made, all of your beliefs, man-made, all of your judgments of everyone and everything, man-made, and then, and only then, will that presence come forth in your life and express itself in whatever way it does, in whatever way it needs to, to heal, to raise you up, that's when you understand what salvation is. Salvation is enlightenment, whereby that presence lives as you, and your body is thought of as a means of healing others and yourself. Thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you next time.